is losing its magnetic strength to draw down the, the energy, the light. So that's true. But it's not making a pagam per se. Right? It's not making the pagam. This is Pashat making the pagam in the Kli itself. Right? That's where we have a major problem now. We have a Kli with a vast torpedo hole in it. You know, I think about it, you talk about visualization before. I always think about I think I said this in the on the on the uh, on the Shirim and Shuva. I always think of like, you know, like a battleship. Or like a ship, you know. Growing up, I watched, you know, a lot of. I, I, I was like very into reading about the history of World War Two, and like uh, what would happen to like these ships in the Pacific, and that like, they they would get like these torpedo holes, and like how do you fix that, right? So you have to fix it. Like now, there's a huge gaping hole in the side of uh, in the side of the, uh, you know, in the side of the boat. So what do you have to do? You have to fix the hole. You have to you have to put in a huge amount of heat, right, in order to melt the metal in order to put it back to the way it's supposed to be, right? That's basically what's going on. So in other words, so we have the same, that's is the same concept here, that we have this major pagam, right, that's happening in the Kli. So you're right, the ore didn't disappear in terms of when going up, and we still really do have access to the ore. We could get back the ore based on the idea of tshuva, and that's what we talk about in Vidui Tshuva, and we'll talk about it later on in the Hemshech. But here we have a major problem. The problem <coughs> is the Kli is now uh, looking very, very weak. Or that even though it's true, the ore doesn't disappear. But the Kli Mamish was Nifgam. And even in the ore itself. And even in the light itself. Okay, so this is an interesting thing. Why, why is this interesting? Contradiction. It's contradicting what he said before. What he said before is that the ore itself is not really, nothing's happening. What was our example from yesterday's class? The mercury. The mercury, right? We said the mercury, right, that when you break the thermometer, the mercury balls, they, they just stick together, right? Nothing happens to them. And therefore, when you re-attract them back into the Kli, right, you're just getting the actual etzim ore itself. So now he's saying something different. Now it seems like he's saying what Alex told us. Remember what Alex told us yesterday? Alex, what did you tell us yesterday? Ah, what did you tell us yesterday? It was a muscle you gave us yesterday. The germs, right? The germs and all the things that were on the table that the coffee spilled on. It's now getting in all this dirt and these germs and all this stuff, you know, because no one used the Clorox, uh, you know, wipes or whatever yeah, last night. So he's saying we have a big problem here. Because at the end of the day, it is going into a place of filth, into the place of Klippa. Like it's written in Sefer Shalini in Perach of Dalad. We're close to that right now. Over there, This is like the most crazy visualization that you can possibly imagine, right? That, what is he saying here? It's like the example he gives in Tanya, the Alter Rebbe brings, that you're taking the king's head and you're sticking it into the toilet with the, that's filled with, uh, with, filled with filth. That's what you're doing. Right? Wow. That's what a person does, what a person does in a Vera. Presumably you, you learned Parak already. Right? Even though it's not today's Chitas, Chitas is Chav Gimel. But uh, Mitzvah Shem, in the next couple of days, you'll see it in live. Now, this parak of uh, Yigeras Tshuva is a very famous parak. 
the seventh chapter of Yigeres Tshuva, which many people uh, were told to learn in Dafka. You learn it before Krishna Shalomita. Also, a similar idea of the damage that I am doing by me doing an Avera. Right? This is the idea. What? Embarrassment. Like, there's no more humiliation than this. That this is this is the most humiliating thing that you could possibly do. So then he says, "Vegam." Vegam tells me what? What's vegam? What's vegam? Come on, guys! You guys are not. You didn't have your coffee this morning. What's going on? Vegam means what? And furthermore, second point. So point number one is vegam. Vegam. Right, we're, you see where we are? You following? Right? So, number one point is that we're causing this tremendous humiliation to the king. We're doing damage to the ore. The ore is the king. That's what we're doing. Right? We're putting it into a place of totally disgusting. So, you could say that the king, if you stick his head in the toilet, right, nothing's happening to his head. It's just getting dirty. The head is still the head, though. It's not like the head gets, uh, you know, something happens to it. Right? So, you could say that about the ore also. The ore, nothing happened to the ore. Yeah, but it's in a disgusting place. You just stuck it into the toilet. That's what you did, right? That's a problem. Then he says, Vigam, Vigam means point number two. So point number one was dealing with what we're do- causing to the to Hashem, to the ore, right? Vigam, Mashinasel, Yedezet, Toysef, Ischais, Vachizuk, Elasitra, Acher, Bekiumara, Yoiser. Point number two is what? No, Daniel, are you with us? What's point number two? Um, he's saying he's giving. Right, and now it's going to cause what? Uh, what did you say the last few words? Ah, you're going to lengthen the gullus. Uh, it doesn't say exactly that. Right, it's going to cause even more evil. It's going to cause uh, even more evil. So you're giving the strength to the, to the Sitra Acher, which means not just that all of a sudden the Sitra Acher is like, you know, it's able to uh, show off its, you know, unbelievable body with like huge biceps or something like that. No, it's Payal Mamish is going to do something. It's Not as big as his. No, we didn't get there yet. And then he says, which then is going to cause even more damage. What, what's the more damage? Making longer the whole gallus, which means what? This in totally crazy situation. In other words, remember what we started off with? This, we started off with the idea that, that why is this happening? It's happening because... The light is not doing what it's supposed to be doing, and therefore things are totally out of whack. That's the concept of Gaulus. What was the example that we gave? The ocean, the bank, the ocean. No, the that's, bank. Not the, that's not that example. That was, that was an example we did in the last two days. We gave the example of a person who's wearing a suit that's five times bigger than him, five times his size, right? And he's trying to go and uh, do something outside, doing some sort of physical activity. You can't do it. It's impossible. You're like in a straitjacket. You're, it's, it's totally, it's, it's not the proper fit, right? This is what's happening here. <coughs> this is the concept of something that's gullus. The concept of gullus is it's not the way it's supposed to be. Because it's not the way it's supposed to be, then it leads to all these other issues that are happening. And that's what he's saying here. So, number one, I'm causing problems to Hashem. I'm causing problems to the ore. I'm causing problems that the ore is now in this disgusting place. Number two, I'm giving chizuk to sitra acha, which is what? Which is not just giving a chizuk, but it's causing there to be more evil in the world, which is then going to cause problem number three, which is the idea of, of arichas agolus, 
Or you could say that point number two is really expressed as Arichas Agalus. Ad she's borrowed Until we're able to what? Until we're able to purify this ore and we're able to whiten it, so to speak, because of our snow. Right? So what needs to happen? What needs to happen is, how are we going to whiten it? How are we going to clarify it? How are we going to do this? The way to get it stronger is that you have to pour in more ore. Right? That's what we have to do. Right? What does it mean? Asu, I'm sorry. What is this talking about? He's saying, Excuse <laughs> What's Lachatsov? What's Chatsov? To dig out. That's right. Good. Right. Right. <laughs> like the idea of Chatsiva. What's Lo Yachilu Hamayim? They're not able to hold the water. Right? Because they're not, a, a well that's broken is not able to. It's not able to hold on to the water. That's what the idea that they're not able to, that they're not able to, um, to uh, what's it called to, to hold on to the water. So this is the idea that we're saying. Then he brings now at the end here. Oh, this verse just talks about the things we've been talking about. Exactly, 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 exactly. So here he, he, he brings in, now we want to go back to, remember I told you that Bechlal, right, the, the Rebbe had an agenda, right? The agenda was to Dafka what? Dafka to give over the Hemshech. <coughs> However, what he would do is he would stick on the beginning and the end something that was relevant to that Shabbos or that day or whatever it was. So here, Anaychi Anaychi. What's Anaychi Anaychi? This is from the Haftarah of Shabbos Shuvah. That's what we're talking about. So he stuck it on, if you remember, in the beginning, right? Yeah, we didn't even read it, right? Because it was, it's really not, you know, he asked a bunch of different questions that are not relevant to our Mimer. Anaychi Anaychi, Umoychi, Pashaech, etc. Then he sticks it on again at the end. Right now, here it's a little bit more involved because we have been dealing more to the point with these ideas. So let's read just for a little bit uh, this last paragraph. Generally speaking, we, I don't usually read the last paragraphs, but this one is a little bit more uh, nogeya to what we're talking about, and then we could start the next one, uh, the next mimer. It says like this: Like we said before, the the right the Pagam, the blemish of the Averas, Shiyeshva Zebeis and Yanim. Right? This is a conclusion. Right? He's concluding what we just did. Ha'alef, who bechina silaka or. Right? First one is the silaka the or. Shalidei Pagam, this is Asay. Validei Zenase, he's Gavrisa Chitsonis. This makes the Chitsab. Right? And where do they get their energy from? Where do they get their energy from? 
Either number one Malchus of Petzilas, and number two Makav Elyon. Shemal Bishim Bechinas Hakelim de Kedusha. Canal the Habeis Shemam Shichem Esa or de Kedusha the Malkom Aklipa Vesitra Acher Aide Pagam Mitzvus Lois I say, right? Bim Kain Bahatikun Shichem Gam Kain Beis Devarim. So therefore, in order to fix this, you need two things. Ha'alef la'avir atoysefes yinika shalachitzoinim mashiyoinkim v'malbishim bechinas ha'kelim Right? Number one thing you have to do is you have to la'avir atoysefes yinika shalachitzoinim What does that mean? To get, basically get, get rid of. La'avir, like to pass over it, to stop it. To stop it, yeah. Mashiyoinkim, to take back all the stuff that they're sucking out. In order that the light above can, can dwell there again. Right, this whole thing is the idea of the This is very similar to, if you remember, in the Maimarim that you're doing in the evenings, this is very similar to the whole idea of the... Um, of the um, what you want to call it, of the vidu ichuva maimer. This fits in beautifully to that. Remember, if you remember, first paragraph it talks about what. You remember what it talks about? You guys learned it. It does yeah. talk about the the puncturing of the kalim. That talks the, about. Like, well, it talks about name. right the idea of killing the right killing the angels that you make. Right? Is that from a mitzvah loisase or mitzvah ase? Do you remember? And then the second paragraph talks about what? Okay, we'll have to go back and do a little bit of a... I don't think I did the same. You guys didn't learn this? This was we part did. of the beginning of the year, remember? We told you of... Uh, this is part of the Girsa program. In case people are not doing the Girsa program for Hasidus, I want to uh, point out that we have a Girsa program in Hasidus. And you're supposed to be doing it. We've done so far this year um, five Maimarim. That we finished. We were supposed to have finished. They're all on. They're all on the podcasts. You have lessons for all of them. We were supposed to have done vidu Chuva. That was the first thing we did. Then we did mitzvahs avas yisrael derech mitzvahsecha. We did isa bezayar from Ranat, right from the Fridikar Rebbe, and end of Ranat in the in the appendix over there. We did the Mitla Rebbe's Maimer on Simcha, and we did now Shuva Yisrael from the, from the Rebbe Rashab in Ranat. What? And we did Tzitzis also, right? Tzitzis also. We did six Maimarim. Six Maimarim. Thank you for pointing that out. So we did actually six Maimarim. Yes? So we got it. Should from Sefa to the Maimar that we're doing right now? No, you keep on going. As long as you're working on it. You're working on it. But that's something, the plan is that in the evenings you should be doing this. You should be spending a good 45 minutes uh, at least on that. And, and also you should be spending 45 minutes on this. Or a half hour on that and half hour on this. Whatever it is that you have to do. But uh, please, uh, please work on that. Okay. For those people that just joined the class, uh, you can get more information from me or from the other bacham. Okay, right there. I have, I have two. I have two. Uh, I have two movements here. On the one hand, I want to. Um, all right, let's just finish. Let's just continue. We have one more. This is Thursday anyway. So, or We have to draw down additional light into the kalim. Shari or nistalik, because the light disappeared. or, and you have to draw down the light. So number one, you have to take the act, the light that f- spilled out of the hole in the keli. 
Number two is you have to draw down the light that, right, that went away. So it was nostalgic the or. So you have to pull down more light. So how is it that we're able to to push away the chitzonim? It's dafka through a gili of the or of the makif. Right? Remember that line? We now learned that line two pages ago and also in that mimer. Because the light of the makif blinds the chitzonim. Because of its greatness, because it's on such a high level, then the chitzonim are not able to look at it. That's how we push back the chitzonim. For example, like when a person is looking at the light of the sun, right, he'll hurt his eyes, he'll become damaged. or When it shines as gili or of the makiv, automatically it will blind the eyes of the chitonim. Not only that, but the, what happens is that when the makiv dika light comes in, it's able to snatch the light that was drawn out to them. So in other words, the makif light, if we could draw down the makif light, it not only fills in what was missing, but it acts as a magnet to try to pull back right, the light that was, that was spilled outside of the kalim. That's the chiddush that he's saying. Right? That's a very amazing thing. Uh, where am I? Yeah? Where does the... That that's not being discussed here. The idea, what he used the mushal, you have to see where the mushal is di- specifically for the point that when a person looks at the sun, he'll hurt his eyes. The same way, the chitzonim, if they will look at the makif, it'll blind them. That's the mushal. This is our question. This is a good question. Very good question. It doesn't, let's see if we could see it. So Shemitzad Raimus Milo so Yol Yachol Istakel Benasal Yedeza Dechias Achitzonim VeKamol Derech Moshe Kasher Yisachal Adam Ba'Or Hashemesh Kawei Navi Sal VeKamol Kain Yuvan Shekasher Meir Gili Or Makiv Memela Misama Ine Achitzonim Point VeGam. So first of all, it's destroying the the eyes of the Achitzonim. VeGam. Second point. Yedeza Nil Kacha Or Shenim Shachlahem. So how VeKamol Abuka. So he gives a mashal. What's the mashal? Like a, a buka bottle? No. What's in a buka? It's like a soot? No. A no. No. is a torch mm-hmm. or big fire. So the, one of the main, what is a very famous, uh, famous mashal in Hasidis is the idea that when you have a big, like let's say a bonfire, right? All the other little fires that are like, you know, little things that are around the outside wind up jumping in. You constantly see that whenever there's a big fire, it'll, it'll suck in the other fires around it. As a matter of fact, that's how they, that's how they uh, one of the ways that they stop a forest fire in California, right? Is that they put big fires in its path. And one fire is able to eat the other fire. That's basically what winds up happening. In other words, they'll go a certain distance in, out. They'll build a big fire over there. 
a controlled fire. When the first fire moves in that direction, what happens is that it winds up it winds up stopping it because the fire connects to the other fire. If you have a big fire, it, it winds up pulling in all the little fires around it. So what he's saying is that that's a muscle for the makif. When the makif light comes in, right, all of a sudden it's shining so great, it sucks into it all of the ore that's spilled out. The question is, how do we draw down this makif light? That's 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 a good question. No, definitely not. Because the bottom line is that it has to be something greater. Because the Torah mitzvah is what you spilled out. Or not you, but we all spilled out in terms of our doing it. So we have to figure out <clears throat> how to draw down. You have to bring something from a higher power. Sort of like if you can imagine. Let's give a different example here. Let's give an example of you have a, you have a hater teacher. And the hater teacher is given a certain set of rules. And the rules are that if a child does X, right, so then he has to go to the principal's office and he has to uh, have detention. If he does Y, you know, he has to write uh, his name a hundred million times. If he does, uh, you know, whatever, uh, all the different rules. Now, who set up the rules? The rules were set up by the principal. So if the, if the person, the kid that's in the class, right, and he does something wrong, so the teacher is being paid to follow the rules. And he has to give him the particular, uh, particular, uh, whatever it is, the punishment that the that fits the crime, I guess. You know. However, if the child wants rachmanis, he can't get rachmanis from the teacher because the teacher is in the system. Where does he have to go for rachmanis? He has to go to the principal because the principal is the one that wrote the rules. So if he wrote the rules, he could also change the rules. He can make an, a, an exception to the rules, right? So the similar idea here. It can't just be t- regular Torah mitzvahs because regular Torah mitzvahs is the way it's supposed to run the way the normal system is. So the fact is that now there's a breakage in the system. So what do you need? You need to go to a higher level, right? And that's, what, that's the idea of, if you remember from that mimer of Vidu in Tshuva. So it's a mimer that even if you, if you, it's not El now, but you are allowed to do Tshuva even in Shvat. And maybe even in Adar, right? Questionable, but, you know, you could. No, you're allowed to do Tshuva even on Purim. What? Right? Yom Kippurim, right? So the point is, what? The point is, is that you, if the people, if you guys did not learn the Mimer, I highly recommend that you should go and you should spend your time learning it. Anyway, let's let's continue right there. Because <clears throat> this is the last day we're going to spend on this Mimer. We're going to start the next Mimer next week. So then he says like this. Uh... So how are we going to get, how is this whole thing going to happen? The only way that it could happen is you have to have this gili of the penimis amakif. Because like we said earlier in the Mimer, that if you're dealing with chitzonis amakif, so then anything could take it. Because kachashicha ka'oira. Right? And even though this is Dafka from a place of Helam, right? Right? However, when it is shining in in a right in a gilui way, in a like we said before, there's a place. The Balmanaihu, what does that mean? The Zehu Bibhinas Levushim Hanasa Idea Mitzvah Shiesh Lahemachiza. Right? 
In order for there should be a pushing away of the through this, they become totally, completely destroyed. And the more that the torch is going to be bigger, so then the candles around it are going to jump into it at a quicker pace. However, so that's all with regards to sucking in the light that was lost. But what about bringing more ore into the kalim? To just bring it down, that's okay enough for the chitzoni samakif. Because that's the root of the oiras. Remember we said before, when we're doing mitzvahs, right, the panemius comes down and then it brings down, it sucks in the chitzoni samakif. Remember, the Chitzoni Samakib is coming down. But here we need something higher. We need Pneumia Samakib. But first you have to get rid of the Chitzoni. Then afterwards, you can draw down the ore into the Kalim. That's why he's bringing back to the Haftarah. Right, bringing back to the point of Shabbat Shuvah, the base Why do we have to have two times Anochi? Zehu bechinas base bechinas shemakif. These are the two levels of the makif that we're trying to reach. Bekiyadua shehein base bechinas shebekeser. This is really two levels in keser. Bechinas atik and bechinas arich. Atik being pnimis keser and arich being chitzonis keser. Shehein bechinas pnimis or chitzonis shebekeser. But Anochi ha'alef who bechinas atik. So first thing you have to do is you have to draw down. If you draw down what's going to happen? It's going to wind up sucking in all of the sucking in all of the light that was lost. It winds up fixing the keli, <coughs> getting rid of the chitzonim, and then it can draw down which then winds up filling up the keli back to the way it's supposed to be. Because is totally separate from seiderish dalshos. I'm going through this very rapidly because I want to see how much we can finish before we finish. However, the second is the That is the head, the, the makor of Atzilus. are the things that are emanated in Atzilus. And now, this is how we're able to bring down these two points that we said before. That's what it means that we're going to erase all of the sins right to that he's done. What does it mean? That's the idea of, of pushing away the chitzanim. That's the first one. Right now, for that it should become more perfect again, like the way it's supposed to be, is to draw down the light into the garments. Not for my for my purpose, and not leman Yisrael. Namely, for the purpose of drawing down the light from above to the kalim v'kamoshet targum yonasan, like it says, right? Lemani bedil shmi in order for my name. V'hainu leman shem havaya mekabel me'arich anpi. Right, dafka from the shem havaya, which is receiving from arich, which is the idea of chitzoni zakaster. So let's go back. So what do we say here? We said here, right? We know that normal operating standard is is brought down 
right, into the system, fills up the system, right, and we have a normal operating system. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? That, and then, number one, the makif is being brought down into the kalim of Shem Havaya. Therefore, number one, the klipa cannot suck from the makif, right? Because it can't, because it's already in the system. Number two, right, there is no space in Malchus for it to suck from. Because, right, like we said, it's not low tide anymore. Now it's high tide. The water is <coughs> filling up the whole place. There's no room for it because it's an overflow of the energy of what's supposed to be. However, right, however, when, number one, you don't do a mitzvah's ase, when I don't do a mitzvah's ase. So what happens is a makif winds up being mystolic. It winds up hanging out upstairs in a state of helam, not gilui, helam. Because it's a helam, that enables the klipa to, number one, be able to reach up high to the makif achit, so I need to be able to take from there. Number two, it causes a scenario of low tide, right, by malchus, so therefore the chitzonis can capture from there. And then number, th- what? We were giving that example the last two days in class. The idea of like a beach, right? That when you have, when it's high tide, the water is filling up the whole place. You can't see anything. But when it's low tide, when the water goes all the way back out, I know you're from Arizona, but you know, you've been to the beach before, right? So what happens is, what happens is that, that you see that the water moves all the way out and therefore people can walk in and they see all these little things that are happening where what's on the ground that winds up with little pools that winds up with little little you know fish or little things that got stuck there or whatever you know because there's so much room now now there's all this room and then the water disappeared the water went away it's the same thing that's what i was saying before the idea is that with malchus we said when the water when the when the ore is in the system so then klipa doesn't have any space but when there's a lack of ore in the system, so it makes room for other things to be able to go there. Because what? I don't know. I don't know. This is this is. I made this up on the spot. This is not a. This is not a muscle from any of the rebbeim. I just thought that it's an interesting visualization that I think most of us have gone to the beach before. We see low tide. We see high tide. We see. It's very interesting. You know. No, we don't see any other things. <laughs> We're not from California. So then what happens is what? So what happens is now, unfortunately, so now you have, and then on top of that, you have the bigger problem, not the bigger problem, but equal problem, or maybe it's bigger, maybe it's lesser, whatever, based on the paragraph we had before, of a person that's over on a loisa, say, winds up putting a, putting a big puncture hole into the keli, which causes whatever light is there to wind up flowing out. And that flowing out then goes to the chitzonim, which causes the chitzonim now to be totally, totally strong, invigorated. It winds up having more ra, which causes there to be a longer gullus because of this whole set of circumstances. So in order to, do, to get back, what do we need? We need, first of all, we have to reach up to the higher level. Remember like the example I gave before the cheder. It's not enough to do the regular. You have to go now to panemius of keser, atik, the level of atik. Right, the panemius of the of the of the makif. Right, if you could draw that down, right, when you draw that down, so then it winds up being an attraction. It winds up number one sucking in all the ore, and especially if it, you bring such a highlight down, it's not just you're going to suck in all the lo- all the ore that was lost, but you'll even suck in, right, the ore that was given to the klipas, like, like we said. Fire. Right? Like a bonfire, right? Even the ore that's the nard, remember we said, 
right, that was normally allotted to the klipas, were able to get that as well. That also, that ore is able to come in. Then that ore winds up like with our battleship, right? The, the extreme heat winds up being able to be, make the metal malleable. The metal becomes malleable. They're able to knock it back into place. They take out the hole from the side of the battleship and therefore the keli winds up being fixed. And now what it does is now it sucks down also. It's going to draw down the makif achitsoini, right? The extra, the external or whatever, right? The level of arich anpin, which is then going to refill the keli and make everything perfect and Mirza Shem bring Mashiach to Kenu. Amen. Kenu Hiratzon. How do we bring such a